1: Thanks for listening.
0: Love you, mean it. Hi, I'm Mariana, and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In the last year, like so many of us, I pivoted into doing all my workouts at home. I don't really have a big space to work out in, so I have a little area behind my couch where I set up a yoga mat. I was looking to do workouts that were quick, effective, and most of all, that I enjoyed. So if you've been on Instagram, you've definitely seen p It's a streaming platform with low impact workouts that revolve around small muscle activating movements, but really give you amazing muscle definition over time. I've got Rachel Katzman, co-founder and president Julie Cartwright to chat about how to make fitness a part of your daily routine, how to find a workout that makes you feel good and advice for aspiring entrepreneurs. Before we get into the episode, be sure to subscribe to my podcast. I've got new episodes every Tuesday. And if you're loving the podcast, leave me a five-star rating and review. Now let's hear from Rachel and Julie. Okay, I would love to hear from the two of you what your background was before p And then Julie, I'd love to hear from you what you know made you want to join this brand or this company.
1: You know, this story is like actually like one of my favorite stories, and, and I've, I've talked about it quite a bit. You know, my, my background really is in more on the media side. Um, I did, uh, you know, have a really strong 15-year career in fitness, primarily on the media side, and also, um, you know, running marketing. And, I, you know, the fitness space is, is a pretty small one overall. And so I had heard about, you know, Rachel Katzman who was looking to really partner with somebody on, you know, building this this concept and this business. And she continued to reach out to me for about a year. And I was really happy, you know, where I was. And I didn't really want to go anywhere else. But I was super passionate about the fitness space. And so really on a whim, you know, I decided to say, you know what, (laughs) let me meet this Rachel Katzman. And I remember I, I came home on a red eye, and it's really important, you know, that that part of it because it just was so serendipitous. And and I met her at a hotel in Chicago, and she sat across from me, and she just started talking about this unbelievable, like, concept of just this new way to approach fitness. And you know, it it, it honestly, and I know this sounds crazy, it like it like changed my life. It it really did. I said no <laughs> a couple of times, um, you know, because again, I was happy with where I was at. I was at Lionsgate at the time, but I, I just, I said, you know what? I really want to help you. I, I want to do this, uh, do whatever I can to sort of like help to to bring this brand to life, and that sort of started us us working together in like January of 2017. I don't know, Rachel, if you've got anything to add. It's just like it was such an impactful moment.
2: My background previous to Peevolve. Was I started my own hair care brand, Cuvet Beauty. I did not go to college. I've just been very ambitious and always knew that I wanted to really start my own business or company. I come from a very entrepreneurial background. So, really kind of grew up with, you know, what companies do we want to start? And just always hearing about business, I think, has just always been a part of my childhood, but never really knew what. I wanted to do. I was starting Cuvée and then I met my other co-founder, Steven, and he really taught me a lot about this functional fitness space. I was early 20s. I moved away to go to school, college, which I went one day and that was the end of that. But I gained a lot of weight and I really just didn't recognize myself. I lost my confidence and I wanted to get into leading a healthier lifestyle and taking care of myself. So I started bouncing around to all the popular gyms and boutique fitness studios in New York city, and really was not only not getting the physical results, but I was in a lot of pain. I found out I had scoliosis and I was, you know, 22. And I, I thought that that was really it for me. And I met Steven and not only was I seeing physical results that I personally was looking for, but my body felt a lot better. I felt more in tune with my body. My back pain was gone. My hips felt more open and just kind of had this light bulb moment. And I think because I had my own personal transformation Uh, with this method, it was just very clear to me that this was my purpose and this was my mission and really getting to know a lot of his other clients, different women, all different ages and fitness backgrounds, really all achieving their fitness goals. um, I knew that I had to get this out into the world and I knew I didn't have a lot of business experience and that was not uh, where I really excelled. And I was looking for someone to, to really partner with me and my really good family friend who is now our head of physical product. She kept telling me there's this Julie, this Julie, but I don't know. She's really got a good thing going on. And I met with a lot of other people and just didn't click and vibe with them. And I kept waiting for Julie, but she would never talk to me. And, you know, Stephanie was like, if you fly to Chicago, I can get her to meet with you. And I said, okay, I'm coming. And, we had an amazing conversation and, uh, and that was it. Never looked back and we've been together ever since. I love that because I think what I'm
0: hearing from that is like you don't have ego and there's things you don't know and that's totally fine and I feel the same way. And so when you're starting or working on a business or a brand, how do you figure out what it, what it is that you are good at and where do you need help with?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, especially starting young, I would say looking back I definitely had a fail to to realize I don't know it all. Um and I kind of didn't have that experience and and all those failures I really don't look at them as failures, I look at them as lessons. And I think surrounding myself, you know, I never want to be the smartest person in the room. I'm so thankful and lucky that I get to learn from so many amazing people and so many amazing women every single day. And I think you know, what excites me is the content creation and the product creation and more of the day to day operational stuff. It just, that's not where I felt my strength was. And I think me and Julie really just complement each other. And I think you have to dig deep and say, I'm one person, and I can't be amazing at everything. And really, kind of write out the list. I'm good at these things, I'm okay at these things, and I'm really bad at those things. And just start to, you know, find people to complement the areas that that aren't your strengths.
0: And Julie, you had the secure job, and there's so many other women who feel like they're in, they're in a great place. There's no need to leave. But they want to start something new or go to a new startup or a new company. How did you find the confidence in yourself to take that risk to go somewhere new, especially when you have a good thing going already?
1: I actually had I feel like no choice at every single time I would turn, it just like presented itself again, and you know to me, um, you know I I started to work with with Rachel in, you know, January, sort of on on the side, uh, although it was, you know, definitely like a full-time side hustle (laughs) that I was like completely obsessed with. But, you know, like as we started to really um, have this company, you know, take shape, I would like dream about it. I'd wake up in the morning thinking about it. I realized it was the thing that was making me the most happy. It was a big deal to leave the company. I had been at my, my previous company for almost 18 years. You know, and but but I realized that, like, I was learning so much and I was better than than I'd ever been, you know, really working with her. And I think, you know, Rachel said something that's really powerful is is that she said that she was, you know, really well aware of, of what she knew and what she didn't, you know, and that she was young. I was 40. You know, I, I was forty when, when when I met her, I I had had sort of a long career. And I realized that I had so much to learn from her. She had this like vision and ambition and this way of like articulating, like just how she was going to do the impossible. And I just wanted to be a part of that ride. I just did. So I, you know, I really trusted my gut. I, I did not look back the day that I made that decision. And, and really it took me all the way to December of that year to really leave my full-time position. But I've never looked back. And I'm just so genuinely like grateful to be a part of this.
0: I love the passion that you have in both of you when we talk about this. And so for people that don't know, what exactly is p and like, why was it created?
2: Yeah, you know, p really is an entirely new fitness method. And we combine dynamic joint movement with our patented resistance-based equipment, really trying to activate and strengthen each and every muscle So you can learn how to move your body the way that it was designed to move. So, you know, looking to improve your body's performance, reduce everyday pain and leave you ultimately looking amazing. I think when you... Look at the fitness landscape. There's a lot of people that are not being served by a traditional vanity fitness. And there's really two worlds there's this vanity world and there's this vitality world, more of your physical therapy, prehab. And what's so magical and special about this method is that you can have your cake and eat it too. You can have those amazing physical results and toned arms and lift your butt and everything you're looking for a physical standpoint, that you also can achieve those vitality results. You can work on your mobility, improve your balance, flexibility, range of motion, create overall strength in the body, protect your joints and really, you know, take care of your body for this long-term sustainability and not really create this wear and tear. And we just felt, you know, the name really stands for personal evolution. And when you think about the fitness world, we're doing the same exercises that have been around for, you know, 10, 20, 30 years. And it was kind of like every other Category has evolved and has grown, and why hasn't that happened for the fitness space? So, we really felt that there was a white space for us. And I knew when wanting to launch this company that because it was so crowded, we needed a big differentiator. And to me, that was going to be our equipment. And we did launch with our P ball, we've then gone to launch two other patented pieces of equipment. But I knew that it wasn't just the method that made it special. It really is this method with the equipment is what gives you these amazing, amazing results.
0: It really does too. And I have the equipment. I have done the workouts. I have it at home. And what I love about it is, first of all, I love a quick workout. So like the 25-minute like arm and lower body sculpt, like I know I can fit it in. I have my props. I can do it. And then for me personally, I have like a bad shoulder, a bad knee. And so a lot of times, like you said earlier, these fitness studios in these big cities, you go and I, I don't feel bad better afterwards. I almost feel worse. I feel like I have more pain in my body. There's more stress on my body. And I was looking for something that made me feel good and that I actually enjoyed doing. And I wasn't coming out of it feeling like stressed or like more in pain. And so if people are doing some of these other workouts, what are these signs that they should look for of maybe this workout isn't for you if you're feeling X kind of way?
2: I've always said this, your body will talk to you, right? And I think, you know, if if you're hungry, your stomach's gonna start growling. If you have a headache, your head's gonna be pounding. And I think when it comes to exercise, we've been so taught that, oh, I have to be dripping sweat or it's not a good workout. And I have to kind of be walking out hunched over or, that pain, that's good pain. But there really is a difference between that kind of burn, right? That that ooh, I feel it here and I feel it there, that good burn and actual pain. And I think if you're feeling overly depleted, or you're not feeling energized, or you're feeling stiff and exhausted. Those are signs that you may want to look at what your fitness routine is. And I love to hear you say that you're experiencing all those things because that's exactly what we set out to do. And I think what, you know, what's so great about p is that it really can meet you at each stage of your life. You know, when I first was introduced to this, I was experiencing back pain. And then once that got alleviated later on in my journey, I was looking to get a juicier booty. And that kind of happened. And most recently I was just um, diagnosed with Lyme disease. And now I have to fully relook at my fitness routine. I can't be doing the the same type of sculpting and our low impact cardio that maybe I was doing six months ago. I need something more gentle, but it's, it's so great that p is still my answer. And I'm still getting those results at at each stage of my personal journey. What kind of results can you expect from this workout and who
0: is this workout for?
1: So, you know, this, this, this workout, and I know that this is going to seem a a little um, cliche, but like, it really is for everyone. It it, it genuinely is. We're, we're focused right now on a a female base because we wanted to get that really, really right. But honestly, part of... (laughs) Part of the amazing part of this particular method is is that it is low impact. It is based on, you know, functional movements that are good for your body that really work with your body, not against it. So we actually have members that are in their 60s and 70s. And we obviously have a a huge amount of members that are in their 20s because we really are meeting you at, at every like life stage. And I think something just to add to what Rachel said, you know, in terms of like what you shouldn't be feeling unfortunately, sometimes you don't feel the impact of doing something, you know, negative for your body for years. You know, you, you really don't, you, you don't realize that, that the things that you were doing in your twenties have, have really, you know, impact when you hit your forties and and your fifties. And so I, I think that that is something that we're trying to really educate and empower our, our customer base with is, is that like really get to know your body, Get to know what, what makes you feel good and what makes you feel bad. Think about the things that you're doing, you know, and, and if it feels okay today, what's it going to do in the future if, if you're slamming your joints, you know, every single day? So that's sort of like what we think a lot about is, is that, you know, how we can really serve you throughout, you know, your many stages of life and, you know, and we're really seeing that I think in our member base.
0: And then you were talking about marketing mostly to women and women are so busy. We have careers. Some of us are mothers. So as a mom, how do you fit, you know, working out into your daily routine?
1: It's, it's difficult, you know, it it really is. And I'm not going to lie, especially being, you know, just, just a busy uh, woman in general, having two kids, you know, but I need accountability sometimes. As a matter of fact, I, I think, you know, when, this pandemic really hit in March of, of 2020 you know everything changed i I, I had been traveling to to New York weekly for you know the, the past several years I had been traveling really for over a decade and I was grounded and you know it's the first time really in my life that I was feeling not so great you know I was feeling lethargic the hours were blending together and I really needed, I really needed Rachel to hold me accountable. You know, she, she said, you know what, Julie, enough is enough. Like you, you have got to join me for three, you know, uh, virtual live classes a week at, at 6 a.m. And you're going to show up because I'm going to be there waiting. And, you know, for me, everybody is motivated by different things. But for me, that was just what I needed to start to feel better and to really like appreciate You know, the fact that we've got to prioritize our own self-care, you got to schedule it in. But for me, I really needed a, a friend, you know, to just hold me accountable, to get me back on track.
0: Yeah, I think that helps so much. And something I do is I schedule my workouts in my calendar, just like I would a meeting with anybody else. And I wouldn't cancel a meeting on someone else last minute. So I wouldn't cancel now, hopefully, a meeting with myself. And so I try to treat it like any other meeting in my calendar. And Rachel, I know you've talked about how working out has been a part of your lifestyle for so long. So for people who are new to fitness, how do you make working out a part of your lifestyle? And how can you maintain this as just like part of your daily habits?
2: Yeah, and you know, I'm same as you, I I treat it as a meeting and as a schedule, but I think, you know, for people that just are starting out on their fitness journey, it's, it's important to not go in so hard at once, you know, take it easy. Number one, find a workout that you enjoy, right? You're never going to show up if you don't actually look forward to it and you enjoy it. And second, I always tell people, start out with maybe one day a week and then get used to that in your routine and then in your schedule and then gradually go up to two days and go up to three days. And once you kind of get into the habit, your body will start craving it. I think it's sometimes people, well, oh, I'm going to go to the gym four days this week. And, you know, then if you only go once or twice and you feel bad, I didn't reach my goal. So I think it's really important. You know, this is a long haul and really crawl uh, before you run and just start getting it in there slowly. It doesn't have to be an hour every time. It can be five minutes here, 10 minutes there, and it'll eventually build up. Um, but really just starting out slow so you can ensure that it becomes a habit into your life.
0: There's so many businesses who are in the fitness space who have been affected by COVID in the last year. And I know that you guys have some studios that were open in person, but you also had an online database. So how do you balance now having the studios and pivoting people to online? And do you have advice for other small studios or businesses who are trying to figure out how to navigate whatever the new normal is of maybe smaller classes or not being able to teach people at capacity?
1: Yeah, I mean that's I think that's a great question. You know, when we were we were uniquely positioned. We only had one studio open, you know, back in March when really the world shut down. I think we, you know, definitely had an an online, you know, presence and a way to deliver this content globally which which was absolutely amazing. I saw a lot of other studios at that time, you know, quickly pivot this is a resilient industry, um, for sure. And, you know, I think that they probably put the customer first and, and really tried to figure out what their customers needed, you know, during this time. I think that what we found, though, is, is that as the world is, is really starting to open up again, you know, I think that people's expectation is that it's more of an omni-channel. I think that there's a lot of people that want to come into studios on certain days and they want to, you know, work out at home on, on other days you know, whether it's because of how they're feeling or because of what their schedule is doing and and where life is at, at at that time. And so I think that we feel very strongly, you know, about having and continuing with this really like omni-channel presence and making sure that our memberships are set up to, to really serve you where you're at. I think as far as, you know, the advice that I would give to other fitness uh, small boutiques is, is that like... I always think it comes down to the customer. I mean, we have a really strong value internally that you have to start with the customer with every problem that you're trying to solve for. So just really understanding what your customers need and and trying to serve them in the best possible way, I think is is always the way to win, you know, but I I think that we are gonna continue to really focus on having a, a, a definitely a flexible solution for our customers globally.
0: Yeah. And honestly, like I have done so many online workouts now in the past year and I actually prefer it now. I think I just like the convenience of doing it in my own house. I know now, like I don't really have an excuse where before I was like, oh, I have to get dressed. I have to drive a half an hour to get there. But now it's like, if I just leave my yoga mat and my props out, they're always here. I get dressed in the morning. I put my clothes on and then it's so easy for me to do. It's almost like why not do it? I have 30 minutes in my day when I first wake up and I love the convenience of being able to do p at home.
2: No, I totally agree. I was always a studio in class type of person, just that energy. And for me now, I'm the same way. I can wake up, I can get my workout done. I can quickly go back into my sweatpants and I can hop right onto a Zoom call. And I think There's really kind of no barrier to entry anymore with fitness. That you can do it from the comfort of your home. My listeners are always trying to figure out hacks
0: or tips to make their lives and their work-life balance more effective. So, any advice or tips of how you guys do your schedule, how you handle your workload, how you schedule your day, to-do list, anything that could be helpful?
1: Yeah, I mean, I can start. You know, I actually share with you, Mariana. Like, I, I I think it's it's really important to, to schedule out your day. I really do. I, I maybe don't do as good of a job, you know, as it relates to scheduling in my fitness, but I'm getting better. But I schedule everything else in my calendar. You know, it's. Um, I I think that that's incredibly important. Everything from, you know, really making sure that you've got time to think you know, and strategize on on some bigger projects to making sure that you're actually scheduling time for, you know, your your girlfriend time uh, to family dinners. Like, I just think it's really, it personally works very well for me. You know, just just so that I can I can just make sure that I've got a schedule that I'm more controlling versus somebody else. And it's hard. It it is. It's hard to say no. It's hard to say you know what I'm unwilling to move that. But I found it to to make me so much more successful. And it's a it's something I've just learned within the past couple of years. So that's been incredibly you know helpful.
2: Yeah, I'm a big person in prioritizing. You know what really has to get done today versus later in this week versus next week and i really focus on a week at a time always sundays i look over my full week and i think what's also very very important is you know me and julie we <laughs> love to be in every single thing and sometimes you know it's okay julie you're going to take this one and i'm going to go be over here and and you do have to divide and conquer and i think when you have A partner that you really trust and you are super aligned with, you know, me and Julie talk all day, every day. And sometimes, you know, if we are dividing and conquering, we'll always have a catch up later at night or in the morning and just making sure that we are aligned so that we kind of can go and I'm taking these and she's taking those meetings because you can't be in more than one place at once. And what I have to focus on is different than what she has to focus on. So I think prioritizing, making sure that what has to get done immediately will get done. And I think what I've also learned over the years is that if I can't get it done by a certain time, I like to mentally check out and kind of, you know, stop reading the emails, watch my housewives, lay on the couch and save it for the morning. I think before I would kill myself all night on emails one, two in the morning and not prioritize my health or my sleep and just making sure that, you know, you're not, you're also prioritizing what you need to continue to show up and be your best for the next day.
0: Yeah. I think that that's so important. Like I really, now I've put like, it's like an hour of growth or learning that I have on my schedule each day now. It's like from six to seven o'clock. And that's my like hour of time to do things to like better myself. And who knows if, you know, after a pandemic, I'll be able to keep up this schedule, but I'm trying to like take advantage of the time that I have right now. And it's been really great for me because one of my like goals for 2020 was to have more work-life balance. And I was, you know, ended up having it not by choice and now that I've gotten this and I have this great schedule I want to maintain it moving forward making fitness a part of my lifestyle every day building these really great daily habits but still you know giving my all that I can during working hours and I think prioritizing yourself and self-care really does make you the best you you can be in all areas of your life um, and then another question for you, Rachel, is I know you talked about failures before and learning from those failures. And so having your previous businesses and then you know your company you have now, any advice for listeners who are wanting to start their own business or brand? Yes.
2: Yeah, so I would say really understand your why. Why do you want to create this business? Is it just because it's something that's super trendy? Is there really a white space for it? And is it unique? Does the product actually work is the most important thing. I think in today's day and age, you cannot fool the customer. It doesn't matter how gorgeous your packaging is, how pretty your website is, how Unreal your marketing is. If your product doesn't actually deliver on the results, nobody's going to continue to come back. So that's first and foremost. And number two, you really have to be ready to give it your all. You know, I think starting this business was the craziest time in my life and really, you know, had no social life, had no, and nothing else mattered in the world except making this thing successful. And that isn't for everybody. And you really, I think, have to go into it knowing that it isn't gonna be all rainbows and butterflies every day. There were some days I was hysterically crying and what am I doing? I'm crazy and then I would always remember why am I doing this? Hearing from our members, you know their j- journeys and their testimonials is why I continue to do this every single day. Um, but it's it's not easy. The road isn't isn't easy always. it's gonna be bumpy, but the, the end game is always so worth it.
0: Well, it's definitely worth it because I feel like whenever I'm on Instagram, I always see a friend doing PVolve, doing the workouts. It's so great. And so, what's next for PVolve and where can people try the workouts?
1: Um, you know, what's next for PVolve? I, you know, it's, it's so funny. If, if anybody from the company, and I'm sure they are, is, is listening in, you know, we, we move very fast. Here. and sometimes that can be misunderstood as you know compromising for quality to, to get something out and it's never at the compromise of quality but we have built a lot you know we've got three physical locations we've got franchising and the entire franchising model built you know to scale this year. you know we have an entire on-demand you know real platform that, that services customers. Globally, we've got three patented pieces of equipment with like a pipeline of additional patents that will come to market, you know, so it's like we're we really believe that that part of what we're building, you know, is is really building our disruption And, you know, so there is this this need for speed, you know, and and, and we're proud of what we've accomplished. I think now it's really about, you know, continuing to optimize, you know, really what it is that we have in the market, uh, making sure that we're understanding what the customer needs are because they sometimes change, Um, you know, continuing to build credibility. We've got, um, you know, a a lot um, that's going to happen that's super exciting in terms of, content that I think people are expecting from, you know, more of a holistic health perspective from their membership. And we're building out content with our, you know, clinical advisory board of doctors, you know, to really make sure that we can deliver sustainable like, long-term results. So, you know, we're, we're very ambitious here. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm really proud because I think this is an incredibly crowded market. And, and as Rachel said, you know, we're not looking to, to just deliver on vanity. We're really looking to deliver on vanity and vitality. And we think that there's something really powerful there. And and it's, and it's a new expectation more than ever now, especially because of everything that, that people have gone through in the past year in terms of their health. So a lot to come.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you both so much for joining. Um, everyone should definitely try out the workouts. If you haven't, love the props, love the workouts. It's so easy to add into your routine. And thank you both so much.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for having us.